we're going to start talking about protection. And if you talk, uh, listen to oh, any podcast or read uh, any books, they'll talk about the necessities of protection, especially in spirit or psychic work. And I suppose myself and Ian, we have very differing views about this, but it, it, it'll be nice to discuss whether protection does it work? Is it something that comes from spirit? Is it something that comes from the mind? And for people who don't know, it is often people will say that there are various protection exercises and some of you might be aware of them, some of you might not. But usually it's one where you envisage uh, white light surrounding you, usually coming from the sky or coming from above you. White light comes around you and it protects you from any negative forces. I've also seen people have protection exercises where they imagine a bubble, a mirrored bubble, because a mirror will reflect any negative experiences. So, so there's various ones, and there's and different people have put their different angles onto that. So, Ian, when you're doing mediumship workshops or anything like that, or ghost hunts, do you do uh, protection? Uh, no, uh, I uh, never have. You know, I've never felt the uh, need to, you know, and I uh, sort of look at it, you know, uh, as a uh, psychological sort of a crutch, really, you know, when, and this is where I do feel a little bit of knowledge does go a long way. Granted, if it works for the person, fine, you know, there isn't any harm in, there isn't any, any harm in you, in you uh, doing it, but it's looking at the, uh, at the reason why. Um, from a mediumship point of view, you and I are very sort of, uh, pertinent about working with your guides, understanding who your guides are, building up a strong rapport with your uh, guides, and and your guides will always say to you, you know, said there's nothing, you know, there's nothing to be fearing. Granted, the other side of, you know, particularly uh, spiritualism, they might come say, oh, it's as above, same as below. If a person was really evil in life, they'll be evil in spirit and that. And I don't feel that that goes there. There's a much deeper issue. I do feel it's progression of the uh, of the uh, soul. I mean, again, it comes back to what happens when we uh, what happens when we die in that. For instance, somebody who is really evil, let's pick, for instance, Hitler, is he the same spirit now as he uh, was you know through the first and second world wars you know that's a question of sort of a much deeper issue so, but so ian so so what you're saying is is that really some spiritualist churches or spiritualist teachings will say that if you're evil in life then you're evil in spirit so that's where people have got this idea then that that we're surrounded by evil spirits yeah um I do feel it comes it comes back from the principle I you call or oh, my your teachers 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 taught me so so it comes out of a place of what you call it ignorance it isn't a spiritual teaching it's just that some people who you know who were mediums who were the tutors perhaps at a spiritualist circle then they say oh yes it's this and this and this without doing any sort of research or indeed asking their guide it is wrong to say you know it's certainly not put out by the SNU or anything there spiritualist national union it's not one of one of their mandates it is however i do feel uh, individual people coming together like-minded and putting maybe a little bit of misinformation, a little bit of fear, and but but we could we can do it because I'm your teacher. I'm I am looking yeah. after you. Yeah. Nothing's gonna harm. Nothing's gonna harm you. So I, I feel it comes from that type of that that type of view. The same as having to open up when you when you do mediumship. You know, imagine your chakras like traffic light colours yeah. or flowers. Um, I, th I think what you're saying though, I, I, I mean, it kind of sums up why we do essentia, but. 
so so basically what what really has happened is there's the initial teachings the philosophy and and people have taken that and then their teaching now let's say yeah. that teacher then has picked up another interest so i mean let's say they picked up uh reiki healing yes so they then start to implement that reiki healing into their teachings yes and then that Reiki healing part of that teaching is then taught into their student. Yes. And then if their student is a teacher and then they carry on and let's say that student has an interest in chakras. Suddenly we have a spiritualist teaching that is now infused with Reiki, a Japanese system. Yeah. You've got chakras, an Indian system based on yeah, sp- based on spiritualism based you know, kind of based on the early Victorian or 1800s uh, yeah, beliefs. Um, I feel the uh, Victorian beliefs, they uh, went cluttered with all this claptrap, you know, this this sort of fluffy unicorn and rainbow bridges. No. And I, I feel it's as we come into the modern times, certainly after the Second World War, maybe into the 60s, early, early uh, 70s, where there's a resurgence in spiritualism, wants to be a medium, all of that type of thing. And people have brought stuff from outside spiritualism into the spiritual circle, you know, so it comes yeah. out uh, that way because Victorian spiritualism was very, very, very strict. It, it uh, had to be yeah. to produce the phenomena, the physicality of things that took place. People want things to model these in in this day, so it doesn't work. Yeah, and, and I think with protection and, and that's where, you know, these exercises pre-internet they were only taught verbally or they were read um yes. so so somebody took the decision to create a protection exercise and yeah. I'm, I'm, i mean from my my sort of angle about protection is it's firstly i don't i don't feel that we need it working as a, a medium you essentially have got your firewall which is your spirit guide so yeah. You know, your your spirit guide will not let you come into into any form of harm or or, or or any issue there. If you feel that you've come into harm while you've got a spirit guide, then you need to address what the experience actually was. Is that yes. your interpretation of the experience? Yeah, uh, um, it's a good point. Yeah, and then secondly, in various magical systems, there is protection. Everybody's heard of a magic circle which is yeah. a form of protection to stop from outwardly energies uh, to come in and uh, and play around and that sort of thing. So that intrigues me as well, because I, I do know that magical protection, it, again, it's, it's very, very different from a spiritual. So we, we're kind of comparing two very different systems together yeah. and saying, and saying, does protection work from a magical perspective? I, I, depending on what you're doing, I think it certainly would be. But from a spiritual perspective, you, uh, and again, I could argue in a magical essence that if you are working with certain deities or certain energies, that they would be that protection for you as well. Mm -hmm. But I do feel that certainly with uh, ghost hunting or uh, whenever you're doing meditation, I've even heard people doing protection exercises before they actually start meditation. Yeah, I've heard that many a time, yeah. uh, Which is just absolutely crazy. The way I think protection works within a spiritualist confines or mediumship confines is that, if anything, it's from a psychological perspective. It's another form of meditation in a way, because what you are doing is, you know, you're imagining, you're visioning this, uh, I don't know, a ball of light or you're, you're visioning a cone of power. You're, you're doing something. It's no different from when an athlete is imagining 
the winning uh, yeah, flag, yeah. flag or the checkered flag. You know, Lewis Hamilton always imagines himself, I'm going to win this race. And it, it's about thinking positively. So, yes. So rather than protection, it should be th- be classed as positivity. I think it's you yeah. you're, you're positive. You're filling yourself with white light, which has links with uh, probably most religions uh, as being related to uh, deities. So you're imagining yourself that you are, you know, kind of you're linked in with that. But overall, I, I mean, I don't, I don't think you need protection for spiritualism. I mean, what do you feel? I mean, are you well, 100%? Have you ever used protection or uh, has anybody, while you've been doing an event or anything, asked for protection or anything? Well, yeah, people, you know, people on the venues, you know, we're going to uh, ghost hunts, you know, I've, I've often said, oh, but we need protection. And I was saying, look, I says, there's no harm coming to you. And sometimes, you know, like uh, I did with uh, one person who was really scared. And we were in this uh, place called the uh, Cold in Nottingham Cave. It's under the big shopping centre. And she was talking to me saying, oh, I'm really, 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 really scared. And she was looking around i bent down and picked up a stone off the uh, off the floor put it in my pocket and then i brought it out and said to her, i said look this is my protection stone stone you can carry that round and you'll be fine what about you what about you i said well my uh, guides will look after me and she was fine and she gave me the stone back after after the venue had finished and the stone was red hot where she'd been gripping it she was and she was fine she never had a uh, problem there are some mediums I've worked with who were always getting the group together, imagining the white light and tree roots coming through your feet and, you know, this type of what I term is a bit nonsensical, to be honest. When when I say to people, look, you don't need it, and I rationalise with them, uh, it doesn't happen, and we go around and they've had a good cracking night, so they've never taken anything home with them, they've never been uh, feeling, oh, I'm, I'm under attack, or so forth, you know, so, and... I've talked to mediums as well, and I say to you, oh, yes, I use the white light. So I said, well, does it still allow you to talk to your guide? Oh, yes. I said, well, it, well, it can't work then. Because why? Well, if it's meant to block off negative spirits or this type of thing, again, the connotation, as you were mentioning, you know, white means good and all this type of thing, then it's sort of put over into a, into a sense, well, if your guide can still talk to you, then so can anybody else. It doesn't stop anything. But yeah. like like I say, if it works for the person, then there isn't there isn't any uh, any harm. But I feel that if you're teaching it, you need to question why. Um, you need to have the answers of why it is needed and why it is not needed. You know, you need that balance. Yeah, and I suppose as well, uh, something from my perspective is is that if it does work for you, we're telling you not to do it. If it helps your mind. Uh, go into a particular mindset that you believe that you are protected, that you believe that you are not uh, encountering negative spirits and that sort of thing. If that if that works for you, then that's fine. If it, that that's there's no problem with that. I think it's just that when it's being taught as being uh, as being law almost yeah, from yes. from from various mediums that oh you must do this, you must do that. Then that that's where I take issue with it. And 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 I've seen as you say, I've seen mediums work and uh, i've seen them all with different different exercises and ideas and you know doing circles or seances and some people said oh well before we start a seance we must do a, a circle of white light or you know it, it's, yeah yeah but why would you want to do that what, what what's the reasoning if if there isn't a protection there as it is and i think what's happened um is over time the spirit guide has been kind of side aligned in a way yes. they've been moved to the side and the emphasis has been on a greater, higher 
consciousness or, or deity and and hence why you've got to have this white light you've got to be surrounded by love and, and joy and that sort of thing and as you say very very rightly that of all the events that we ever did myself and you we, we never did any protection exercises no. with anybody we, we've taken probably hundreds of thousands of people and nobody was ever possessed or, or, no, or anything no, like that it, you know. it wasn't you know people learned their own uh, sensitivities and had uh, had an experience through uh, mild overshadowing, which again that leads into a different uh, set of topics, you know. But it puts over we, you know, we can rationalise and we, you know, this, I dare say some mediums, oh, they're trying to get inside you, they're trying to possess you. When when you put it down as to what it is, then that person thinks, oh, I didn't realise I was uh, I was sensitive. So we'll read up about it, go to your, go to a, a local circle where they're teaching mediumship, have a have a look around for a decent medium, one who's got a good rep, you know, and have a look there and try to do something about it if if that's what they if that's what they wish so it's putting the knowledge there isn't it what what you've just been saying now just reminds me of one thing and and i think it's worth talking about actually yeah it is um is a few years ago somebody we knew had a run of bad luck i won't go into detail but it, it was fairly persistent and i'm not saying bad luck exists but yeah there was life circumstances that seemingly happened all within a period of time and sometimes life does this this is my sort of point of view you know? yeah, sometimes yeah. Thing, things happen uh, life continues and, and that's what life is it's ups and downs but this person believed that they were consistently being psychically attacked by two other mediums I, I mean we both had our thoughts on this and 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 do you know psychic attacks do you, I mean, I've heard again. I know somebody said, "Well, I need to ramp up my protection because I'm being psychically attacked." Yeah. I mean, what's your thoughts on psychic attacks? Again, in answering that question, it was it, it's it's quite bizarre because my uh, guys were talking about this earlier, so they must know we're going to be talking about it. Uh, you know, in answering the question, when we talk about spiritual healing, spiritual healing works. You know, people send out that healing and person gets better. So. Thoughts have to have a, a transference capability, hence we can communicate with spirit, you know, so thoughts must be able to go out. But when it comes over to psychic attack, I feel at times because things are going wrong, it's nothing to do with me. It's not my fault. And I feel people need to sort of step back and think, well, what's happening in my life? Am I doing things wrong? Could I be doing things better? Could I be thinking positive? We all have that sort of anxiousness. We all have that sort of, oh my God, I can't cope. Um, so maybe it's more to do with that, with our own thoughts, um, sort of pulling out, pulling, pulling our own self down that we can misconstrue that would under psychic attack from somebody what have the other people who were who are supposedly sending psychic energy towards you in a negative way what is their relationship to you what have you done wrong what 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 have they done wrong i feel that is more uh, to be answered for you know in a sort of you call it emotional context you know and as you said martin at times things go wrong you know i think it's how we respond to them rather than how we react in a certainly uh, negative way yeah, I, I mean, I believe that everybody's consciousness is is somehow connected, and, and I think this explains a lot of psychic and, and mediumship. Here's an example, and this really kind of opened my mind up of um, how psychic attack could be perceived as being an attack when actually yes. it could just be everyday thoughts. But this was many years ago. 
we had a Christmas card from uh, uh, from two people. Uh, I, they sent it together, and it, it, there was a picture on the front of them, uh, on the front of the card, uh, looking a bit silly for Christmas. And yeah. it was a, a very funny card, and they're they're lovely. They're, they're lovely people, and, and we put it on a Christmas a Christmas card holder at the bottom of our stairs. Every time we walked down the stairs, you'd be drawn to this Christmas card. So you'd see that Christmas card and you'd yeah. say, oh, that, that's funny. That's funny. And so over, let's say, a two weeks, a two week period, we kept seeing this card as we were walking down, kept seeing this card, that sort of thing. We didn't think anything of it, packed them away. And then we were going to meet uh, meet this couple at New Year's Eve turned up and they were really strange towards us and I thought well this is really strange this is me and my wife by the way yeah they were really strange I said are you okay yeah what have you been doing I said what do you mean what have you been doing Mm. well all Christmas all uh, leading up to Christmas and all through Christmas all we kept thinking about was you two Mm. I said what do you mean yeah yeah we kept thinking about you all the time suddenly we'd be saying oh they're thinking about us again oh oh I can feel I can sense are, are they watching us they thought that we were remote viewing them or yeah. we were kind of, they kept thinking about us. They, ne- they, they were very, very normal people. They, they weren't paranoid or anything. But over that period of time, while their Christmas card was there, they thought they were under psychic, yeah. attack, psychic attack from us. I think what was happening was that we were seeing the card. The thought about them was coming into our mind, obviously. Yes. And unconsciously, you're just thinking about them. Yeah. But it's how they felt. And they must have been very psychic and sensitive themselves, whether they admit it or not. And and I do feel that they were sensitive. Yeah. And what was happening is is they were sensing us, thinking about it, uh, about them, and, and they perceived it as a psychic attack. And I think this is what happened with the person we knew when they believed that they were under psychic yes. attack. Yeah. They were constantly thinking about the other person uh, or the other people. And in return, they were thinking about that person. And instead, they're not able to decipher the psychic message and, and say, yeah. you know, it's just natural ability. Most of us just forget, you know, we, we're not aware of what people are thinking towards us. And people who are especially psychic are very, very uh, empathetic. So they can sense emotion around people or, or you might be able to pick up things around people. I think the perception was, certainly from the people that we knew and the person who we know who believes that they had bad luck due to psychic attack, is actually probably down to just common thoughts and they're being yeah. very, very sensitive to those and, and perceiving it as some form of attack. Yeah, no, it, it's very, very, very good points there, Martin, because thoughts do uh, travel, but like I say, you know, perceive them. I you do a lot of phone readings, you know, on the uh, on some of the phone lines and it and it and it nearly always comes over that I'm, that I'm saying, yes, this person's coming to your mind because they're thinking about you and you can tell when he's thinking or she's thinking about you. Oh, yes, yes, you know, and, and it's and it's very much that way. So there, there has to be um, feelings, emotions into it because I don't feel that it comes to just total strangers. You know, somebody sat there, oh, we'll pick on that person. We just got the name from the uh, phone directory and we'll, and we'll, and we'll focus on them because there's no bearing, there's no who he or he he or she is so there must be some contact that knowing of the person you know to be thinking of them so um again i don't see it as a psychic attack i do feel it's coincidental when things are going wrong and you're having somebody thinking of you and of course it must be their fault because it's not yours 
the other question is they might actually be genuinely concerned especially if you've, had, if you've had some form of relationship whether that's, whether that's friendship or uh, a yeah. close relationship very much so they, they might actually be quite concerned that you're going through all of this and you're perceiving it as some form of psychic attack and yeah i'm thinking of sending curses or messaging people and stuff <laughs> as <laughs> as the person actually asked me believe me believe it or not yeah um no i think you're very on you're very on the ball there martin i was uh yeah, it's a very good analogy. So, yeah, thank you. As you, I mean, it was your idea to discuss protection. And I, and yeah. I think if we look, start, you know, looking at protection, firstly, it's not, you know, we don't use it as a part of mediumship. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we don't encourage that. And that's why it's not in our course. And in fact, we've had a number of people actually message us and say, why aren't you doing any protection? And it's yeah. because you don't need it. You, you've got your spirit guide. And, and one thing that mediums and and trainee mediums and people have have forgotten is that connection with your spirit guide your spirit guide is that person who i I jokingly said the firewall but if you imagine them as a firewall that they are there to be the person in front and say no this this isn't coming through the best example i can do i can say is uh, going to sinai house in uh, on the outskirts of derbyshire yeah it's Um, a lovely place I walked in straight away. I could feel very negative energies. I felt that there was some something really not very nice that happened there. Ian was, and don't take this wrong, Ian, but no. you you were skipping with the daisies, and and you was yeah. and you could and you were sensing that I believe it was a woman uh, who was kind of sensing uh, in the lavender garden or, or something yeah. like that. It was yeah. it was something very, yeah. very two opposite scales, mm-hmm. but that what the difference is is my knowledge and, and understanding of magic allowed me to sense what somebody was trying to do or whatever with the ian spirit guide they he was literally saying nope this isn't ian ian's not involved in this and couldn't sense it you i mean you couldn't feel it at all could you no uh, and uh, there was that um thing where you put two images into a card don't you into a, into an envelope uh and i would always feel one and think the other one was blank totally blank no there's nothing there you know nothing where it was always the uh, if we can use the term, oh yeah, yeah. symbol yeah it, it was um it, it was a demonic symbol from the 1400s yeah, yeah. but i could i yeah. could never feel it i said no i said it's blank you know no no, no it was that was really interesting and, and and again i think that comes down to you know kind of your guide uh, i yeah. don't say shepherding you but kind of saying you know you're fine you're okay there's nothing here you know and yeah i think uh, i think that's uh, uh, correct that because i uh, very rarely get that sort of negative do you know what i mean i get more of the and, it, and it's got to do with my personality and makeup anyway but uh, i always get the uh, the sort of over emotional the light-hearted and you know the at times the grumpy buggers as i call them you know but generally yeah generally yeah speaking i don't get the uh, i don't get the negative you know i have a I, uh, i'm feeling a bit on edge in this place but that's about as far as it goes no it's it's interesting as i say it's i, I think it's it's spirit it's working with a guide it will help you from a psychic perspective and a mediumship perspective um i, I say psychic protect uh perspective um so you're kind of crossing the boundaries there of you've got yeah. a guide but you want them to help you with a yes. within the, the psychic limits and and that's what they're there to do as well and uh, i mean it's it's part and parcel of everything that you do and, and i think from a psychic perspective if if you was trying to i don't know tune in or trying to read somebody's mind or something like that 
you know, you, you would be slapped down by your guide, you know, your guide yeah. saying, what, you know, what are you doing this for? You know, it's, it's you know, you, you kind of be warned off. And, and, and so it is essential uh, working with a guide, Definitely. Um, but you do not need any protection exercises at all. You really don't. So uh, that sums up the uh, protection. We thought we'd have a chat about protection, and um, and and also we've ended up talking about psychic attacks, which is great because they are very very much linked, and they they are two concepts that really need to be put to the side, so that we can concentrate on our own development uh, as mediums uh, and, and continue forward. Uh, thanks again, Ian. Hi, um, it was good recording with you. Thank you. It's absolutely great. Thank you, everybody, for your support, and we'll be back very very soon. Thank you.